Hey, my name is Felicia, but you can call me V. Welcome to my podcast, From Shelf to Screen. This podcast will basically be a book review. Well, no, that's not right. It's it's more of a book-to-movie review. Usually the book is better than the movie, but that's just because movies often cut scenes and add scenes because they want to make the movie more dramatic, or I don't know what the directors are thinking, but... Readers feel that those scenes were important to the plot. So here, I'll point out those differences among other things that I notice in both the book and the movie. And at the end of each episode, I'll give my opinion about the whole thing and say whether the movie was a good choice or if the book should have stayed a book on the shelves. The inspiration behind all this was when I went to watch Allegiant in theaters with my sisters and some friends. Um, After the movie, all I wanted to do was talk about how different the book was from the movie. And for those of you who read the book and watched the movie, you know there were a lot of differences. They basically changed the entire plot. It's very, very different from the book. After the movie, I wanted to discuss how majorly different the book was from the movie, but my sisters weren't really interested in hearing about it. Weird, right? Anyway, I realized they just aren't the kind of people who want to sit around and talk about what could have been. I guess you can say they aren't my people, which is why I decided to find my people and turn to the internet. So, hello, internet. This is also a school project but we choose the topic and I figured why not give myself an excuse to go out and watch all those movies that I haven't seen because I wanted to read the book first or reread the book so I can have the book in my mind when I go in to watch the movie so now here I am poof and since this is the first episode it took a little longer than expected to put together which is why I'm posting it today But from now on, I will upload every Friday by four. Each video will feature a book with a movie adaption. And I might bring a guest to get another opinion, but for the most part, it will just be me talking. At the moment, there are 10 episodes planned, but if my plans change, I will let you know. And since this, once again, is the first episode, I don't really want to get into the book review stuff today, but at the end of this episode, as well as the following episode, I will give a sneak peek as to the book that I'll be reading in the episode to follow. Wow, I said episode a lot. Now that I think about it, I say book a lot too. I'm sorry um, if that got confusing, but you'll, you'll see it later. You'll understand. A little more about me. My name is Belisha. Once again, capital V. I've been called Felicia a lot in my life, but I'm okay with it. I mean, I blame it on Vine. There's that whole by Felicia thing. And so now whenever I leave a room, a lot of my friends will say by Felicia. And I have friends who purposefully call me Felicia. It's become a nickname for me. As long as they don't call me late to dinner, I don't hold it against people. But I live in Florida, which is hot 90% of the time. We are currently in quote-unquote winter right now, but our winter is mostly spring temperatures with random days of cold within the same week. Then we'll go back to fall breezes and summer heat. For example, a few days ago, I woke up 
and it was 40 degrees outside. And it might not sound bad to experienced northerners, but 40 degrees Fahrenheit is the coldest it's been all year. I didn't want to get out of bed. I ended up oversleeping and I missed most of my first class. Even when I did leave my house, I had my sweater, a leather jacket, a blanket, and fuzzy socks. My really fuzzy socks. I had to wear bigger shoes so that my socks would fit in my shoe. But it was still cold when I walked into school. Today, it's back to the 70s. I don't understand it. It's bipolar. We, uh, we have this ongoing joke among us Floridians about how bipolar Florida is. But moving on, I'm a senior in high school. I think I can be considered an experienced reader, considering I've been reading since... Actually, I don't know. That's not something I really think about, but I guess I was like five when I read first my first chapter. No, that's excessive. I didn't read my first chapter book until like third grade but I've been reading for a long time and when I started reading I just couldn't stop and I got really really into it and there was a contest to see who could read the most in kindergarten and I'm really competitive so that just made me read more I tied for second by the way in case you were wondering but the first place person only got first place because he read like one of those like really really skinny books that you can finish in like 10 seconds took the quiz and got the extra one or two points that he needed to beat us we could have all tied for third i mean first but he wanted first to himself so we let him have it i guess um but no hard feelings it's been years i'm an adult now almost an adult eh i'm a kid i don't know but <laughs> sorry um, the more I read, the better I got. And our school had these prizes and this thing called the lock-in where you spent the night locked in the library and we played volleyball in the cafeteria. It was a whole thing, but you could only go if you were in the top 10 readers of your grade level. So that was my motivating force for a while. Basically, my entire love of reading was based off of prizes. And right now, my high school is giving out gift cards, and I like money, so uh, I'm, still, I'm still reading. It's a little harder, though, since work gets piled up, with, and school stuff piles up, and life piles up. And that's what happened with my older sister. I have two older sisters and a younger brother, but my oldest sister, she also read like me. She kind of slowed down when she got to high school. I think part of that was that she was studying to be a nurse. She was in a magnet program, and that took a lot of her time. So she stopped reading for the most part. She reads now, but it's not the same. She doesn't read as often, and most of the books she reads are audiobooks so that she can listen to them in the car. I... It could also be that she read heavier books that require more of a sit down and think about it kind of thing. She read books like To Kill a Mockingbird, Pride and Prejudice, and Little Woman. But I liked books like The Wrong Side of Right by Jen Marie Thorne or the Selection series. And then there's, um, I read a few Sarah Dessen books. If you couldn't tell, I'm a hopeless romantic. I got it bad. I don't like stories that have unhappy endings. In fact, my friends know that I have a tendency to skip to the end of action books just because the Divergent series really messed with my feelings. 
I almost threw that last book outside when I finished it, but I stopped because it's a book and I didn't want to damage the book. So I put the book back into the safety of my house and I threw some rocks at the ground instead. I'm still traumatized. I'm trying to get over it. I I don't read the ending. I kind of just skim for names to make sure everyone's still alive. But I've had my heart broken since then. So it's restarted the healing process. Like I would stop reading the end of the book. I'd pick up a book and I'd say, I'll just read it. And then someone will die that I really, really liked. And then I'll just get sad. (laughs) I guess you could say I get attached to characters. But um, that's why I skim a little. I'm getting better. I'm not doing it as much, but I still do it every now and then because sometimes I like predictability. It's an unpredictable world and it's nice to have some something. And I know authors like to write realistic stories and a lot of the times real life doesn't always have happy endings. And I know that. And the books that give you that realistic thing to it, it will teach you some life lessons. But when I read, it's to get away from reality. It's to get away from the stress of school and the hardships of being a teenage girl growing up who doesn't know what she wants to do with the rest of her life, despite the fact that she graduates in like like four months, three, five months. I don't know. But books give me the chance to enter someone else's world for a little while. And once I leave the world, I can bring some of the characters to life by sharing the ideas and thoughts with the rest of the world. So books play a big part in my life. I mean, sure, you can escape reality with movies and TV shows, but books open up a whole new world. Yes, that was a Disney reference. Thanks for catching it. But books let you into someone else's mind in a way movies never could. In books, especially first-person narration, it's like they let you see inside their brain and you see their feelings and inner turmoils and emotions. And I don't have to rely on good acting to feel these things. I just read it. And sometimes the characters are a lot like you. Sometimes they're not. But you can see life's different lives from different perspectives. And I like it. I like it a lot. And even though when I started high school reading kind of took a backseat but I know when I turn around I could just grab the book and I could just start reading and get lost in a good story because that's just how books are and I read so often that my thoughts and feelings they are heavily influenced by the books I read I don't have any specific examples but um people change people I believe it's one of the secrets of life. And even if the person is fictional, they stick with you one way or another. Even after you put the book back on the shelf, their story and their lives and their thought processes and random quotes from these books that you read, they pop into your mind. And I'm I'm rambling. I'm sorry. I'll stop here. It's your disclaimer. I ramble a lot. I'm sorry. Part of who I am. But... Another point I wanted to mention is I don't curse, so feel free to leave this on with children in the room. You don't have to worry about me tainting them. I'm very much still a kid, to be honest. A lot of the times I'm referred to as the child of my friend group, but I am a reader, so I'm not completely oblivious 
to life, but I guess you can say I have an optimistic outlook that you don't really see a lot, but it's more like I just have a bubble that I step into. But well, back to the books. Another reason I like reading is because books allow me to decide how much of the real world I want to let in to my life at that moment. And I choose the story, unlike in real life, where you create your own path, but you only get one. With books, there are so many roads I can choose to go down. I might read The Life of Pi or The Princess Bride. I don't know, but it's up to me, and I like that. It mostly depends on my mood. Like, if I'm sad, I'm not going to pick up The Fault in Our Stars. Sorry, John Green, but that's why I'm not going to cover your book in any of these episodes. Or um, If I Stay by Gail Foreman. I might do that book. I don't know. Maybe. Depends on how I'm feeling. But um, if I'm sad, I'll read something lighthearted, like Fangirl. And usually between a book, or if I want to refresh my brain with something I know, I'll pick up one of my favorite series of all time, which is Gallagher Girls by Ali Carter. It's got action, it's got romance, it's got adventure, mystery, it's, it's everything, and I love it. Um, such a good book. It's, it's Ali Carter. If you haven't heard of it, Gallagher Girls, um, it's beautiful, and I've reread that series like seven times, maybe eight times since, wow, it's been a while, but um, I usually skip the first book just because... Well, actually, I can't tell you, haha, because it's a spoiler. But if you want to know, you have to read it. It's a good book. And the first book sets the tone and the basis for the rest of the books. And a lot of scenes happen in the other books that reference what happens in the first book. The first book is called, I Tell You I Love You, But Then I Have to Kill You. It's, once again, by Allie Carter. She's a great author. She also wrote this series, High Society which I love because the main character is a thief. It's, I can't really explain it. I'm not great with summaries, but um, her name is Kat. And I, Kat Bishop, Katarina Bishop is her full name, but everyone calls her Kat. And I really like that name for some reason. Maybe it's because of that character in Victorious, Kat Valentine, but um and just love that book so much. And the main love interest, his name is Hale. She just, she's really good at choosing names, I think. And Hale's got a private jet if you want to hit him up. <laughs> um, and Carter also has a standalone book called Not If I Save You First. And there's a crossover between Not If I Save You First and Gallagher Girls. And then there's another crossover book between High Society and Gallagher Girls. And I love her crossover books because she usually writes them after, she wrote these after Gallagher Girls finished. So she bought, she brings the characters back into my life. And it's, it's just great. I realize I spent like two minutes talking about her or Ali Carter. And she's not even one of my topics because none of her books have been turned into movies. Well, not yet. But that doesn't mean I can't talk about her because she's amazing. And, but I digress. Each episode will be about 20 to 30 minutes. It depends on the book and the movie and how much I have to say about it. This one might be a little shorter since I'm not reviewing anything. But um, with some books to movies, adaptions, they're a lot alike. And I might not have... Well, actually, I'll still have a lot to say about it. 
Well, I guess the 20 to 30 minute thing really depends on my mood and how I'm feeling that day. And today, I'm today's a weekend, so I'm, I'm actually feeling great. But um, there are vacuums in the ceiling of our house right now, so I'm in my mom's car. Yeah, my mom's car, because I don't drive. That's right. Senior in high school, 17 going on 18, like two weeks, but I can't drive. But, I mean, who cares? Lara Jean can't drive either. That's right, Lara Jean. She will be the topic of my next episode. Well, her book will be. And if you don't know what that book is, that means you probably haven't read To All the Boys I Loved Before by Jenny Ham, which I highly recommend. It's got a lot of stuff. I mean, teenage stuff. It's, it made me think about things that I don't usually think about in a way that I don't usually think about it. And um, it's, it's a good book. Um, it was published in 2014, according to the author's website, JennyHan.com. And I researched the prices. You can get a paperback book for about $6.79 right now on Amazon. But it's always free to, pub, um, to borrow at the public library. And this series has three books in total, and they're all set to have movies on Netflix. And they'll be executive produced by Jenny Han herself. So, um, To All the Boys I Loved Before allows you to step into the mind of Korean-American sophomore Lara Jean Song Covey. Well, actually, it's just Lara Jean Covey, but that was her mom's maiden name. Um, Her maiden name was Song, so the sisters are referred to as the Song Girls throughout the book. But um, it's basically her trying to figure out life without the help of her mom. And after, and then her sister is going off to college, and then all of these things are happening to her, and she's just, well, if you want to learn more, you can go online um, or get the book. The movie is on the streaming service Netflix right now, and there is a second movie coming, which is why I'm making it the first topic, so that when the second movie comes out on February 12th, I can cover that, which I'm very excited about. They just dropped a new trailer this week, and I've got feelings. I've got a lot of feelings. I'm very, very excited to watch it. It has Noah Centineo and Jordan Fisher, and Jordan Fisher, he did a lot of Broadway stuff, which is why I love him so much. But I know him from Disney. Um, Noah Centineo was also on Disney. He appeared in Austin and Alley and funnily, or that's not a word, funny, is it? Well, funny enough, his character said library instead of library. And that's the only reason I remember his character. Um, But watching the trailer for To All the Boys I Loved Before, I already see there are a lot of book to movie changes. And we'll get into that next week when I cover To All the Boys I Loved Before by Jenny Han from Shelf to Screen. This has been V. I'll see you next week.